Hello, everyone. Welcome back to TechPoint. Today, I'm here with TK. Hello. Hi, how are you? I'm great. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you as well. Thanks for having me. The first question, who are you? <laughs> I'm TK. Uh, over the last 15 years, I've built SaaS companies. I've scaled them. I've exited them. Now, I run the fastest growing YouTube channel on mm -hmm. how to grow SaaS companies. What is Unstoppable.com? Uh, uh, Unstoppable helps early stage SaaS founders build out a scalable go-to-market strategy so they can grow their SaaS and B2B companies faster. Mm -hmm. And the way we do this is we focus on three core pillars. Uh, we focus on your ideal customer profile, we focus on your manifesto, and then we focus on a Broadway show. Mm -hmm. And uh, what programs do you do you offer right now? Uh, well... This kind of started uh, about two years ago, almost organically when COVID was starting. Uh, mm -hmm. My area of expertise is I've started a company and I've scaled it and then I've sold it. And then I helped sell the company that bought mine. Um, my last oh. company was Tout App. Um, and that was backed by Andreessen Horowitz. Um, the company that bought mine was Marketo. Uh, that was owned by Vista and we sold that to Adobe. So pretty wide range. Uh, so organically, we've grown to about three programs. The first one is for founders that are just starting out trying to get to initial revenues. We call that our launch program. Mm -hmm. The second one is our go-to-market program. That's usually seed stage founders with a few thousand, a few hundred thousand dollars in revenue trying to get to three million. That's our big flagship program. And now we've had a lot of founders that have graduated and now they're like, oh, I hired a leadership team and um, I need to figure out how to be a CEO. So we have our scale program. Uh, where we work with companies upwards of 100 million ARR right now. Mm -hmm. And uh, can you share with us some success story for each each one? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. The way we, so B2B SaaS companies, um, they're, they're essentially slow marination processes. And so the way we measure success, we have a short-term lens and a long-term lens. The short-term lens is, uh, usually within three weeks of joining, they have a revamped go-to-market strategy. They have much much more clarified messaging. And so we see that consistently with founders going through the program where they're able to stop updating their website every single week. That's the biggest measure of success that we <laughs> see with founders because early stage founders are like, oh, we're changing the website because they don't have clear messaging. So yes. that's the biggest thing we look for. Um, the second success point that we look at is a little bit more longer term is do they actually print revenues? Are they able to get growth? Are they able to raise the next round? So, so far we've had companies that have raised series A rounds, C plus rounds. We've had companies that have kickstarted profitability. Uh, and so that's like the, uh, one year to two year time frame we look at, uh, to see the growth that, that, or that they see. And so out of about, uh, 250 companies, at least 10, 15 of them have done that follow-on round thing. We've, we've seen enough of the time go through. Um, and you know, benchmark in our industry is 92% of companies fail. Uh, um, and so we're basically looking to beat that benchmark over time. 92% uh, of B2B SaaS companies fail? 92%, yeah, uh, despite growth and initial growth in funding. That's right. Mm -hmm. And uh, can you tell us more about uh, your experience, your your first companies? Uh... Yeah. Uh, so my first company, I started in college with my fraternity brothers. Uh, we were went to school at RPI and it was 75% guys and there's like not a lot to do. Uh, so us being nerds, uh, we created a company. Originally, it was called MyPimp, P-I-M-P. And uh but we were a bunch of nerds, so it was actually like it's an online calendar and PIMP stood for personal information management portal. 
Okay. Uh, uh, we rebranded. We rebranded. So by the time <laughs> we were graduating, we rebranded to HipCal. We were getting acquired. Uh, and that's really when I discovered Silicon Valley. Uh, we were acquired by a company called um, Plaxo. Mm -hmm. And and so we graduated from upstate New York, where it was super cold, and moved to California, where it was amazing. Mm -hmm. uh, and we started working at that company, Plaxo. So that's that was like the first company that where I like really got my start. Mm -hmm. Where I'm like, oh my god, you can like write code and build a product, and all these people can use it, and then it's worth something. It yes. was incredible. Uh, then I did a stint at Bridgewater, which is one of the largest hedge funds in the world. Uh, and then I quit Bridgewater after three and a half years, roughly. Uh, and then I started ToutApp. Uh, that was my last big SaaS company. And that one, I went the full round, full, full route. Like I, I built it out. I got revenues. I was a solo founder. And then I built a team, raised venture capital. We raised some in recent Horowitz, Jackson Square Ventures, amazing angel investors. We grew that out. And then we sold that to Marketo. Mm -hmm. And uh, from Marketo, you helped, uh, you helped them solve... Sold to to Adobe, right? Yeah. The funny part about that is, once we sold the Marketo, I was like, "Oh, cool! I can go like take a break, right?" Mm -hmm. And my boss at the time was like, "No, no, no, no! We need you!" Like, so they gave me a, a, the title of SVP of Strategy, and we were doing a two-year transformation in Marketo. Uh, Marketo was the four hundred fifty million dollar business, and so and we were like doing a transformation. Uh, they had gone private under Vista, and so I ran Europe for a quarter and then I ran Australia for a quarter and then I ran alliances and then I ran acquisitions. And then through that two-year transformation, we got growth going, EBITDA going, and then we sold that to Adobe for 4.75 billion. Wow, wow, that's quite a sum, yeah, nice. Uh, and do you see yourself starting another company or you're more of a back to society? <laughs> right well, I think, <clears throat> I think that, um, you know, uh, Unstoppable, is my next company. Mm -hmm. Right now, we serve uh, 250 CEOs globally. We have a founder in every single continent now working well, with us, building SaaS companies. Um, and it builds on me building companies from 15 years, over 15 years. So this in itself is a, it doesn't look like a tech company, but because we use so much tech internally, we're able to serve founders. We build internal tooling for founders to be more effective. So they get the coaching, the education, they get tools that helps them be more successful. And so uh, we look at this as a full advisory shop for CEOs, but we're tech enabled. And uh, mm -hmm. that's what allows us to be at 250 CEOs and we're gonna get to a thousand. Uh, and that's how I look at it. So in a way, this is my next chapter. Okay, uh, It's still super early mm -hmm. um, and, and I'm excited to see where we take it. And what's your vision? How do you see it? Uh... I know as as the end goal. How do you how do you see the end goal? Yeah, yeah, you know, like I had this vision. Uh, like I, you know, when I was a founder, um, you know, you the the, the problem was like you could raise through five million dollars, and you raise through five million dollars, and you're building a company, but you're still sitting in a room alone trying to figure stuff out. <laughs> and for like the toughest decisions, you're just looking at a spreadsheet. And for some of the toughest things, like, you know, startups inherently has its ups and downs. They always do. And in the downs, you know, you're basically just alone sitting and watching, especially you don't quite know who to go to. You can't quite go to a board member because they have a different interest in the game. You can't always go to your team members because now you're, you're supposed to be the strong leader and you are, but you, you know, you have your moments of down 
Absolutely. Um, so, right, like, and so in my own journey in that, I realized that there's always a way forward. That's how this ethos of Unstoppable was born. And my vision for this is simple. Like, I want every single Unstoppable founder to know that they have a hotline they can call, they can talk to me and they
And then everyone's going to love our product. And it's yeah. never the case. It's never one feature away. So you want to think about go to market and market as early as possible. Today, also, I think that founders are done a huge, huge disservice. You know, I, I mean, a lot of founders are like, oh, we're product-led growth. And there are all these people talking about product-led growth. But what they're not talking about is even for product-led growth to work, you need marketing. You need people to be aware of your product. You need be, and, and it, just launching on Product Hunt or doing an AppSumo deal is not a go-to-market strategy. That's a one-time thing. And so even if you're product-led and you don't have salespeople, it means you still need marketing. You still need go-to-market. You still need to think about your market. And that's the one big piece of advice. It's like, please think about go-to-market, market, and product in a holistic way. Love it. Love it. Uh, and you also mentioned your YouTube channel. What's the thing that uh, founders can uh, can learn most from, from following you? Why should they follow go, you? Go to market. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's it. How do you drive growth? What What are the core pillars? And I've found that, uh, so I'm an engineer and I had to teach myself as a founder of sales and marketing. Mm -hmm. And so in the channel, uh, when you go there, uh, and hopefully you guys can link to it in the description or or whatever, yes. uh, or you can just go to tkkdcom slash YouTube. Uh, I, I bring, bring an episode every single Sunday. I'm like, hey, here's three principles you need to know about sales and marketing. And that's me speaking as a founder turned marketer. And what that forces me to do, and I do, uh, which I think founders appreciate, uh, is that I cut out all the fluff, right? It's like, hey man, like here's just really what you need to know so that we can get to this, right? Because yeah. I really think that traditional marketers one are boring and two overcomplicated, and so we're trying to change that game as well. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and you said you are one of the fast, fastest growing channel on YouTube. Yeah, pretty amazing. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it, honestly, I find it amazing too. <laughs> and um, do you think uh, someone can be good at technical and also be a good marketer, like like you said? Or should I they think, focus on one? I think you. I think you have to be. I think you have to be to be successful. You have to be I, a bit the generalist, right? Yeah. No, think about it, right? Like, uh, let's just see your technical, right? I think you have to be able to embrace sales and marketing because it's not just about you know selling the product. Let's just say the product's good, right? Let's just say you have a co-founder that's doing some of the selling, but you have to most of the job is selling and marketing. Like if you need to recruit engineers, you're selling and marketing your culture, your beliefs, the tech stack you're on, why they should work here versus Tesla. If, mm -hmm. you know, so recruiting is sales. If yes. you're going and raising money and you're getting investors to write you a check, that's sales and marketing, right? If you're, if you're like, have an army of salespeople at some point and you're doing your first million dollar deal at some point, that customer is going to be like, let me go talk to the CTO or CEO, and that's sales and marketing. And so you, this is it. You've got to learn it. Uh, you got to embrace it because it's crucial for every aspect of the business. Yeah. I saw a post on LinkedIn uh, and uh, someone said that it, nowadays it's easier to be a technical person learning marketing than a marketing person uh, learning uh, technical stuff. Oh, so... totally. Oh, 100%. I totally agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you already have a leg up. Like if you can code, marketing is not that complicated. People are overcomplicated. Um, and, and so as long as you are um, uh, uh, willing to embrace it, you can you can own it. And that, that's what like that's what I did. And that's why I share share the things that I do in my channel. What's your favorite software? <laughs> favorite software? Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. I use so many. Top um, five, let's say top three. Top, I'll give you top three. Top okay. three. I, I would be lost without Superhuman. Superhuman is an email client. Uh, I'm an investor in the company. I'm a huge fan. 
Um, uh, I'm a huge fan of Rahul. We've known each other for over a decade now, uh, just like a good human. So Superhuman helps you be more effective with your email and be like using keyboard. It's almost like a video game for your email. I used to always be really bad at email. Now I'm on top of my email. Hmm. Uh, so that's number one. Number two is Asana. We run our entire team on Asana, all the tasks, all the workflows. I have this one checklist that I check off every week. I know if I've done that checklist, then I've had a perfect week. And then I click that button and then it recreates that checklist for the following week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so then I do it again and I know I've had a perfect week again. So Asana is my second. And uh, the third one is Notion. Um, I'm a big, big fan of Notion because it allows me to really organize my mind. The idea that you can have a document and you can have like a table, you can have a Kanban board, you can have a bunch of notes and you can bring the other people in and you can move things around, you can filter it is amazing to me. Like it's just, instead of like having a document, especially in a presentation, it's all in one place. Uh, so all kinds of strategy work I do is in Notion. All kinds of execution work I do is in Asana. And of course, for strategy and execution to work well, you're communicating. So that's email. So that's superhuman. That's that's my stack. <laughs> Great. I love it. I love it. Um, <laughs> wanted to ask you, who's your target audience? So CEO, but uh, how, how do you find uh, these people? How do you, do you find the clients, let's say? Yeah, I mean, basically, we work with CEOs of software companies and B2B companies. That's it. And that's fairly broad. Um, mm-hmm. And the, we don't find them. They find us. Oh, I understand. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, basically... It's more it, of a word, word of mouth? It's word of mouth. Thankfully, lately, we've had so many customers that have been so happy. They've referred us to other other founders, which has been really amazing. Um, but really they, they, they find us investors, refer them to us, founders refer them to us. And then our YouTube channel, because it's the fastest growing right now, they yeah. find us over there and then they, 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 they choose to work with us. Um, and, uh, what do you think it's your ROI of, of doing those YouTube videos? Because you post three times a week. I think, uh, it's, yeah. it's a lot of value <laughs> value. Yeah. I mean, you know, my ROI is the the YouTube video. I spend ninety nine percent of my time with my clients mm-hmm. that are CEOs to making sure they're successful, and I spend one percent of my time publishing one new episode every single week. Um, and to me, it, it fills my soul. I'm able to serve at a very high level. We have over one hundred fifty episodes and growing SaaS companies completely for free that you can go watch and binge watch and execute. I've had clients that are like, hey, I got my first 10 customers following all your videos. Now I want to scale it. Uh, so let's go. And so they join our program. Uh, and I think that's great. Like that's yeah. exactly what we want. Uh, hmm. In a way we're product led, right? Like you don't yes. have to, right? Like go go consume 20 hours of the YouTube content, get your initial success and then come work with us. Uh, and that's that's how we like to operate. Yeah. It's like a free trial. <laughs> it's more than a free trial you should see how good our free stuff is it's it's <laughs> I, I always get i always get this comment like oh my god you're giving away so much on the channel i seriously get that and I'm not, i've had discussions with my team it's like do you think we're giving away too much they're like no people are still are buying the thing because they want the in-depth interaction and the step-by-step but oh my god how many people are we helping because you know we have viewers we now have clients in every continent but that means we have viewers in every continent and Absolutely. so, you know, our, it, it is not cheap to work with us and, you know, it does require capital. And we, that way we work with people that can actually invest in their software company because if you, software companies are not the quickest way to make money. They're assets you're building. So you have to invest in that asset for it to be valuable. Absolutely. 
right? And so the idea that, you know, our free content is helping so many people across the globe warms my heart and makes it worth <laughs> it for me. Uh, yeah. and, and, you know, uh, I thought about this, like, this is kind of, this is my way of studying the game. Like I build additional companies to help the clients that we have. We build software platforms and this is how I study the game of SaaS, like by teaching it, because I'm teaching it, I understand it that much more. I'm able to be a lot more effective in coaching and I'm a much more effective operator. Uh, so it's a win, win, win in, in, in all ways for, for the channel. Absolutely. Love this. Yeah. So you, 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 you see the problems of CEOs have, you find solutions, you learn it yourself, you teach to others. Incredible. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, I'll tell you this. It's less so about finding the solutions. It's more like, oh yeah. I, oh yeah. We had to deal with that. That, oh, oh God. Yeah. You can go, you got to know these three things. I think because it's coming from experience, it's more authentic versus like, you know, theory. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right. Like see. my team will be like, oh, we should do a video on this. I'm like, oh God. Yeah. That happened. Yeah. Got it. I know exactly what to talk about. Like it's coming from 15 years of experience. And I think that helps. And <laughs> like, I'm, I'm about to turn 40. Uh, so, you know, you can't, like, I, I probably look a little bit younger than 39. Uh, but you know, the experience is there. And I think that makes a big difference in the quality. Uh, uh, otherwise I wouldn't do it. You know, <laughs> if it was theoretical, I'm like, oh, I heard, I read in a book that this is how you grow a software. It's like, stop wasting people's time. Like, Absolutely. so I, you know, yeah. <laughs> people should definitely follow you, follow you. Thank you so much for being here. I'm grateful. And uh, yeah. Uh, is there anything else that uh, you want to tell us? Yeah, no, go check out our YouTube channel. Just go to tkkater.com slash YouTube. If you'd like to join one of our programs, go to getunstoppable.com. Uh, if you want to get in touch with me, connect with me on LinkedIn and DM me. I'm happy yeah. to, happy, happy to chat as well. And, and, uh, Christian, thank you for having me. You had such incredible questions. I really enjoyed the interview. Like, you know, was, there were clearly questions that were like, oh, I, I don't know the answer to that. Let me think about it. <laughs> uh, yeah. thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. It's been, a, yeah. I, it was a lot of fun. Thank you. I'm grateful. All the links below. See you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you.